Support for Talking Heart on WVIK comes from the people at Quad City Bank and Trust, helping the local community with their banking and financial needs for more than 20 years. Information is at qcbt.com. Support also comes from the estate of Margaret Skinner, a longtime friend of WVIK and lover of the arts. Carolyn Martin, and I'm talking art today with John Taylor, the organizer of the Levitt Amp Galva music series in Galva, Illinois. Good morning, John. Good morning. Thanks for having me. The Galva Arts Council was one of 18 lucky recipients this year of the Levitt Foundation Grant, allowing you to host your summer concert series. And you're doing that in a big way with 10 free concerts coming up starting on June 2nd. How did this come about? I originally started hosting concerts in my home about five years ago. And I did, you know, roughly one concert a week for about three years uh, in that time period. And in doing that, I was seeing really neat things happening um, just through the concerts. And, And the reasons why I started, you know, doing the concerts in my home, I just wanted to bring people together. I wanted to give them the opportunity to come together uh, and have, you know, positive shared experiences. And I wanted it to be something that anyone could come to. It wouldn't have to be something that, you know, only adults could do or, you know, only people with a certain income or something like that. I, I made it a free will donation sort of thing, uh, you know, and it got done at early early time. And anyway, I, in doing this, like I said, I started seeing very neat things happen. And I said, you know what, I really want to do more of this. I want to reach more people. Uh, I want to do this bigger. And at the time, I was uh, doing a master's program through Western Illinois University, and I, I had one class left to take to finish my degree. Uh, and I thought, you know what, I've, I've written grants before. This is going to be an easy A. I'm going to take a grant writing class. <laughs> and anyway, I, so I take this grant writing class, and as part of it, they make you go out and find a grant that uh, they have you put together a proposal for. I started searching for grants, and the first thing I typed into Google, I, I typed in music series grant, and one of the first things that popped up was this grant from the Levitt Foundation. And I saw it, I saw what the mission of this was, and I said, this is amazing, this is exactly what I want to do, this fits into my vision and my mission, mm-hmm. my personal vision and mission. And what is their mission? To bring live music to people, to create uh, these shared experiences, to take underused public spaces uh, and and make them vibrant meeting places. Mm -hmm. And these are, I understand, mainly small and medium-sized towns like Galva, Illinois. Yeah, well, and their definition of small or medium is uh, 400,000 or less population, which that leaves a pretty wide range of uh, cities. I mean, we're one of the smallest cities uh, in Galva with a population of, I think, 2,600. But there's other much larger cities that we that, that are part of this and that, you know, that we're competing against to get the grant. Right. So last year was your first year where you secured the grant. And this year, you, uh, you were successful in your second application. So tell us a little bit about last year and what's going to happen this year. Is it going to be a, a fairly similar program? It is going to be very similar to last year. Um, we're tweaking a couple things, but overall, um, 
from the audience perspective, it's going to be basically the exact same thing as last year. And and really, um, if you look at some of the pictures that we have or some of the videos that we have from last year, you look around and you see people laughing, smiling, dancing, just having a great time in the park. And you see all sorts of people, young people, old people, all different races, all together in the park, enjoying uh, these experiences. We really try to focus on having a diverse uh, lineup. So we try to bring in all sorts of different genres of music. And that's going to continue. I mean, that's something we, we did last year and we're continuing this year. And, and, you, and you'll have 10 free concerts, I understand, in each. And these are Sunday nights. And each uh, Sunday throughout the summer from June 2nd through August 4th, you can hear two different performers, um, all in Galva's uh, small park. Yeah, and it's actually a great park. Uh, it was actually going to be the site. So it was originally called College Park because it was supposed to be the site of Augustana College uh, back when they Augustana was trying to figure out where they were going to go. And then they ended up across the street. That's so interesting. <laughs> I had no idea. Yeah, In Galva, Illinois. it's a huge park. And they, they kind of had set that aside for Augustana because they were thinking that that college was going to be there. It didn't happen, obviously, but the park is still there and it's still a beautiful park. And uh, it's it's the perfect location to do this sort of thing. There's nice trees and shade and uh, a great playground. And we'll have food vendors there on site or you can bring a picnic or however you want to do it. But, um, yeah, it's just a great time for, mm-hmm. for everyone. So the shows start at 6 p.m. And should people bring chairs, a blanket, that type of thing to sit on? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, so the shows start at 6 p.m. Um, and there's two acts both of them play roughly an hour. Um, so you get done probably by eight, eight thirty at the latest, probably. And, uh, yeah, bring a lawn chair, a blanket. Like I said, if you want to bring a picnic and, and, you know, just bring your own food, you can, otherwise there's food vendors that'll be on site. Uh, and we'll have all sorts of different styles of food and stuff like that. Yeah. That sounds so fabulous. A really great thing for families to do as well, since it's free. Describe your opening show for us on June 2nd. So uh, the opening show on June 2nd is actually a group that I tried to get last year and it just couldn't quite work it out. Um, I've got some friends in Minneapolis that have a band called The Four on the Floor. And uh, their thing is they have four kick drums. So it's it's rock music and very straightforward rock music. So, you know, last year I, I realized as I was thinking of, you know, what I was going to put together for the lineup this year, I was realizing that we didn't really have a, a strict rock group last year. It was, it was, you know, some different groups that had, uh, you know, maybe tendencies of rock, but it wasn't, there was no rock groups. So I said, you know what, this year we're going to make that happen. And so that's the, the second act that night. The first act that night is a group out of Michigan called the Ragbirds. Something along the lines of global folk, uh, something along those lines, a, a very interesting sound though just a blend of a lot of different genres and very entertaining and engaging. And that's what sounds like um, really uh, so enjoyable to me, the fact that there are so many different genres that you offer in this small park in Galva. You have a Zydeco band coming up in July. Yeah. Uh, and really some interesting um, different types of music. You have some Celtic music, bluegrass, yep. some jazz, a little bit for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what we try to do. And that was one of the things a lot of people said to me after the concerts last year, they said, you know, I didn't think I was going to like such and such group, but I came and it was amazing. And 
it was it was even more amazing because I didn't expect to like it, and that you know that element of surprise, um, really I think it was it was a neat thing to see people just enjoying music that they didn't know either existed uh, or uh, had you know had never experienced before live. And this Lovett Foundation grant, um, I understand it matches up to approximately $25,000. So it allows you to pull something of this size off. Yeah. And it's all volunteers. Um, we're, we've got, last year we had about 75 volunteers. Uh, this year we'll probably have a few more than that. But it's all put on by volunteers, which allows us to really stretch the money further and, you know, bring in better acts and, uh, you know, that, that sort of thing. So it, it is, it's a, it's very much a community event, um, in that there's people from, you know, all of the surrounding cities that have volunteered to help put this on and, and many partners, you know, outside even our area, you know, into, into like Peoria and the, and the quad cities, um, and everywhere in between, we have different partners that are helping us to put this on. Mm-hmm. And you need that many volunteers when you have as many people attend as last year. I understand you had thousands of people coming to this concert to yeah. a town of roughly 2,500 people. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, when we were originally planning this, I was thinking to myself, it'd be really nice if we could get two or 300 people to come out to a concert on Sundays. And what actually ended up happening, you know, completely blew that out of the water. I mean, yeah, so there were some nights we had over a thousand people there at the park, and again, I mean that just exceeded all of my expectations. It was it was amazing. Yeah, I love the idea of of uh, you know at a thousand people, that's almost a third of the population <laughs> of town is sitting together in this in this in this green space. Yeah, and, that, and that's really that fits the Levitt Foundation's vision, which was um, you know, partnering with nonprofits in these in these smaller communities and intentionally trying to transform them into into more vibrant community destinations to yeah. have to pull people into the community to kind of thwart the outward movement to bring right. people back in. and that's that's really um, kind of a lovely thing. It really is. and it's really lovely to see it play out over time. You know, it's it's great to think of, you know, okay, this is possible. But then when you start seeing it actually happen and you start seeing changes happening, it's just like magic. Mm -hmm. It really is. Yeah, they on the um, Lovett Foundation website, they talk about the power of free live music and and that they're trying to harness the power of of music to strengthen American community life. Uh, There's a very personal story behind the, the founder of the Lovett Foundation. Um, and perhaps you can share that with us. Yeah. So, so Mortimer Levitt, he didn't have a lot of money growing up. He was a street vendor selling like buttons and pins and that sort of thing in New York. But where he was kind of set up his shop there, he, uh, he was able to hear live music coming from these venues nearby where he was set up, but he never had money to actually go and attend one of the performances. And so I think that memory kind of stuck with him. He always, he, you know, he, the, the the story is that he would go and kind of sit by the door or by a window and, you know, try to listen in and to hear what was going on inside, but never being able to go in. And like I said, I think that that really stuck with him. And uh, so then over time, when he had, you know, came into having the means to be able to put something like this together, um, I think that that really had a lot to do with it. 
you know, mm-hmm. just realizing that uh, he could make a difference and that uh, bringing people together through music is, is a powerful thing. Mm-hmm. Just the fact that he was able to take this, you know, this this the story, this background that was that sounds so difficult being locked in a way outside the musical space and being determined to bring free live music to people is just it's really incredible. Um, now this will be your second season hosting this concert series. What lessons did you learn from the experience last year? The the biggest thing is that there's so many people that are supportive of this. I never knew, you know, when I when I first wrote the grant proposal, I thought, you know what, I don't even know if this is going to happen. It was just an idea. And it was kind of a crazy idea, to be honest, you know, it was like, <laughs> it was trying to pull off something much larger than I'd ever imagined being able to pull off. Um, and that was the biggest thing that, you know, again, I just kind of put this idea out there. And I said, Look, I want to do this. And I, I kind of shopped around to find a, a nonprofit to partner with. Uh, with the Galva Arts Council. And everywhere I went, you know, everyone that I told the story to, they said, I want to help. How can I help? You know, and whether they gave their time or money or resources or whatever it was, uh, everywhere I turned, there was someone willing to help. They, th- they thought that this was important enough that they wanted to help in whatever way that they could. And to me, that was the biggest lesson that I, I learned from all of this. And I said, you know, going into the second year, it was, it was like it was not even a question as to whether we were going to do it again, because there's just so much support there that we have to. <laughs> I mean, we were we were there. It's, it's that important to the people. We have to continue. Yeah. And I have to wonder if the amount of community support that you had last year was was another reason that you were successful this year. I mean, I don't know. But but you you're part of a very small number of communities that that were the recipient of this of this grant. There's only one other one in Illinois and Springfield. There's only right. one in Iowa, and there's several in Wisconsin. But otherwise, they're they they're not concentrated in the Midwest. Sure. So this is really quite extraordinary that you were able to secure this, um, and really what a great partnership, um, what a great foundation to for you to identify and Absolutely. connect with. Yeah, it's it totally uh, is in line with my mission and my vision personally. Do you see this summer series as a catalyst for more widespread change in Galva and the surrounding towns? And can it be transformative in a larger sense? Absolutely. And I see it happening right now. Um, I've been spending a lot of time just talking to people, um, both there in the area, but then, you know, in the Quad Cities, in Peoria. And we're having larger conversations about how we can actually make change, um, how we are making change. Uh, and how we can make this a destination. Um, you know, in the minds of performers, it already is a destination. They want to come. Um, you know, just through hosting the concerts that I have over the years, I, I'm not going out and trying to find bands. They come to me and they say, you know, hey, I had a friend who played at your house uh, or played in Galva or wherever, and they had a good time. Is there a chance that I could do that? And that, you know, that's the conversation that I'm having. I'm not going out and searching for bands most of the time. Um, so in the mind of these performers from all around the world, you know, they're saying, hey, I want to come to this area. I want to play for you. And because of the way that the, the concerts are presented in the atmosphere that's there, it's a very intimate environment, which is a rare thing. You know, a lot of times these bands are playing either on big stages at, at huge festivals where 
it's kind of like background noise or, or the same thing even in a bar where, you know, they might be playing, but they're, the people who are there at the bar may not even be paying attention. There might be a TV playing. There might be, you know, 10 other things going on and, and they're just one of them. Um, but when they come here, it's special and, and they remember that. And so to me, we, we already are a destination, but uh, I think that there, you know, it takes a little bit for everyone to kind of see that. And I'm starting to see that happen now. I'm seeing people refer to this as a, as being a destination for music and art. Um, and which is that, that to me is very exciting because I think once the people in this area buy into that idea, it becomes real and, and it can grow and more people can become involved. And, you know, all of those things that you think maybe are possible become possible. And to me, that's, that's the very encouraging thing about all of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's part of the definition of the term creative placemaking that you're describing, where where one person initiates a change, and then so many other things, you know, there's so much fallout from that. That's that's great. It's just amplified. Absolutely. You know, the, the step that you first take becomes something so much, so much greater. Um, and there's also this term that I saw on the Levitt Foundation website called third place that I think your concert series really exemplifies and third place means means you know our, our first two places that we spend most of our time in is at home and at work but the third place that we really need to nurture as well is this kind of community space where we make deeper connections with people that we live with and and I'm sure that probably in Galva um, the 2600 or so people that live there they probably have had more of an opportunity to speak with their neighbors and and you know people people in a local sh- who own a local shop or whatever that they that they perhaps hadn't taken um, as much time to to get to know and and so I just love that whole aspect of it. Yeah, and it's been neat to see those connections being made and the friendships that happen and uh, it's it's really changed people's lives. It really has in a, in a great way. How can people access your schedule? Uh, so if you go to levittamp.org, L-E-V-I-T-T-A-M-P.org. Uh, slash Galva, G-A-L-V-A. That'll show you everything there. Where There's also a Facebook page. Those are the two best ways to, to see the lineup. Okay, great. And uh, again, the concert starts at 6 p.m. How long do they last? Uh, roughly until 8 o'clock. You, the last band may go a little bit over, but you know we give them a little flexibility. But yeah, we, we generally are going to wrap up right around 8 o'clock. Mm-hmm. And the Lovett Foundation grant, I'm sure, doesn't cover the entire cost of this. What are your other revenue sources? A lot of partnerships. Um, a lot of things are donated. Um, you know, other other materials or uh, services. So just private a lot of that. There's a lot of that, and then yeah, and then and then other sponsorships, corporate corporate sponsorships, individual sponsorships, donations. Um, we raised about thirty about thirty thousand dollars in cash. Um, and then, you know, a whole bunch of in-kind donations, uh, like I said, services and other equipment and, you know, just other things that help make this possible and better than we could do on our own. Yeah. Now, what can you tell us about the Galva Arts Council are, and what other events are they involved with? So this is actually the 30th anniversary of the Galva Arts Council, um, which is a huge thing. It's always been uh, completely volunteer. They don't have any paid staff. They've never had any paid staff, which to me is remarkable that there's that much 
uh, of an interest and support for the arts in this small community to keep something like this going for as long as it's gone on. To me, that that says a lot. And it was a perfect partnership when I when I approached them. There was really no other organization in the area that made sense for me to approach like that, uh, that had that history. Um, so the Galva Arts Council, aside from this, they have a, a coffee house music series that runs uh, September through April. So it's another music series. It's also free. It's indoors. Um, they own a building there in Galva, and that's where the, the coffee house series is held. Uh, they also do a big Christmas program called Old Fashioned Christmas every year. Um, and they do a bunch of events during during and throughout the year photo show they do um a chalk drawing where they sell these squares and basically you can go and and make these drawings and yeah all sorts of different neat activities for all ages they they do a a summer arts camp for kids and that's really incredible that in such a small community that there's so many artistic offerings because i you know i feel like um that so many small towns are are uh, suffering economically. And, and often when there's, uh, you know, an economic depression, the cultural opportunities, you know, leave uh, and are really diminished. And so to see and hear about such a thriving arts council in, in Galva is really is really exciting. Well, John Taylor, great job obtaining the Lovett Foundation grant to bring this summer music series to the town of Galva, Illinois. And I hope you get another great turnout. <laughs> Thank you. I yeah. appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Of course. The Love It Amp Galva Music Series begins this Sunday, June 2nd at 6 p.m. with performances by the Ragbirds, followed by the Four on the Floor at Wiley Park in Galva, Illinois. All shows are free to the public and run all summer through August 4th. Check out their full concert schedule at galvaartscouncil.org or on the Galva Arts Council Facebook page. This has been Carolyn Martin, Talking Art in the Quad Cities for WVIK. He's got sugar, he's got spice